Today is Wednesday, February 22nd, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Deloon. Do you know what your mood, sleep, skin, metabolism, pain levels, and energy levels all have in common? They're all deeply impacted by the health of your menstrual cycle. Taking care of your cycle is foundational to taking care of all these aspects of your wellness, and Deloon supports your cycle health all month long. Everyone likes to celebrate their first anniversary differently. And Vladimir Putin is celebrating a year of his brutal yet unsuccessful invasion of Ukraine by walking away from the last nuclear arms control treaty remaining between the U.S. and Russia. The two countries entered the New START treaty in 2011 to address the use of systems such as intercontinental ballistic missiles and nuclear warheads, as well as processes for verification. However, recently, the U.S. had raised concerns that Russia is not complying with provisions such as allowing the U.S. to inspect. To which Putin essentially replied yesterday, you want non-compliance, I'll give you non-compliance. My assumption is that someone really didn't like seeing Biden and Zelensky co-geotagging themselves all over Kiev yesterday. But hours after Putin's speech, Russia's foreign ministry announced that the treaty suspension may be reversible and said that they would adhere to the treaty's caps on nuclear missiles and inform Washington about launches as the treaty dictates. In light of that reversal, I would maybe advise anyone in Moscow, if you're listening, to keep your eyes up. I could see someone falling out a window over this one. Meanwhile, President Biden followed up his visit to Kiev with a speech in Warsaw, Poland yesterday, where he promised that the U.S. and its NATO allies will continue to stand with Ukraine. Though he did not directly address Putin's latest move to attempt to leave the New START treaty, maybe, He described NATO as, quote, maybe the most consequential alliance in history, and said that it's stronger than it's ever been despite Russian attempts at fracturing it. I guess it's like they always say, what doesn't kill your transatlantic security alliance makes it stronger. As we reported last week, information is slowly emerging from the special grand jury in Georgia that heard the case against Donald Trump and his various allies for their attempt to overturn the state's 2020 election results. The four women of the grand jury gave an enigmatic interview to the New York Times yesterday and said that there will be numerous recommended indictments, remarking, quote, it's not a short list. She told NBC News that the number is over a dozen and that maybe a dozen people who testified did so with immunity deals. When asked about an indictment for Trump himself, she said, quote, you're not going to be shocked. It's not rocket science. You won't be too surprised. And it's not going to be some giant plot twist. So those are four statements that mean the same thing, but I still somehow don't know what the meaning is. Will they or won't they? Now for the latest with the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Yesterday, the EPA formally ordered the railway company Norfolk Southern to manage and pay for the environmental cleanup. The company had already been doing the cleanup voluntarily, but this move makes it officially their problem. The EPA also ordered Norfolk Southern to reimburse them for cleaning services that it will offer to East Palestine residents and businesses, and compel them to attend public town hall meetings over the wreck, which they actually backed out of last week, claiming that they were afraid of physical threats. Yeah, exactly. The air burns your eyes and the water is undrinkable, which is what they want to ask you about at the town hall. The 
The Supreme Court heard a significant case regarding Al Gore's internet yesterday. For real though, they are hearing a case on part of a law from 1996 called the Communications Decency Act, which in the early days of the World Wide Web established that internet companies have immunity from lawsuits over things that users post on their platforms. The relevant statute that the court is reviewing is Section 230. In a case where a family wants to hold Google liable for the death of their daughter during a 2015 terrorist attack by Islamic State gunmen in Paris, their case argues more broadly that tech companies should be legally liable for harmful content that their algorithms promote. Questions from the justices yesterday signaled that they seem unlikely to agree that Google should be liable, and that they do agree this issue should be sorted out through congressional legislation. Justice Elena Kagan said of herself and her colleagues that, quote, we really don't know about these things. You know, these are not like the nine greatest experts on the internet. While Justice Clarence Thomas asked if YouTube uses the same algorithm to recommend rice pilaf recipes as they do for terrorist content. The answer of which was yes. Now, if only they could be this self-aware of their own ignorance when it comes to gestation. And finally for today, dozens of companies in the United Kingdom have completed a pilot program where they tested out a four-day work week, which found major benefits to both workers' health and company productivity. Following the study period, 56 out of the 61 firms that were part of the six-month pilot program intend to keep the new 32-hour work week schedule without pay reduction. 46% of the roughly 2,900 employees who were part of the program reported less fatigue, and a majority of employees reported working at a faster pace. Results were largely consistent across different size workplaces, and among the 23 companies that provided the relevant data, revenue increased by an average of 1.4% over the study period. Also like, who doesn't want to work at the four-day workweek company? Thank you for listening to the morning announcements, and thanks again to our partner, Deloon. Deloon creates high-potency, fast-acting supplements for period cramps, PMS, and optimal cycle health. 92% of their customers report relief, and I am one of them. Deloon has made a bigger difference in reducing my PMS symptoms and cramps than years of using over-the-counter pain relief. And they're offering our audience their steepest discount yet, with 23% off. Go to cyclehealth.com announcement for 23% off, plus three shipping. And if Deloon isn't the right match for you, your money back is guaranteed. That's cyclehealth.com announcements. And if you're looking for more news content from Betches today, yesterday's episode of the Betches Up podcast features comedian John Laster, who joined our host to discuss Tiger Woods' tampon prank and more about the Supreme Court case that could change the future of the whole internet. Leave me a rating and a review if you have a moment. I am always grateful for feedback. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.